Thank you for listening to this episode of the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan. If you'd like to listen to bonus episodes, go sign up to the Patreon. That's patreon.com. Clom. Ah, we fucked it. Anyway, you'll look, you'll find a way. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I see you out there shining, King. What you're doing is terrific. You're the king of doing your thing, and you deserve your honorific. You should have a championship ring, but they don't want to see you shine, King. That's why these motherfuckers who ain't shit will see you shine and not acknowledge it. Put aside your wounded pride. Try to take it in your stride. One day soon they'll hunt you down and kill you and make it look like a suicide. So honestly, King, if anything, rest easy in that lack of acknowledgement. Because one day these bitch-ass motherfuckers are literally going to kill you. you. Probably leave your body in weird sexual circumstances so that you're remembered as a degenerate monster. You'd be shocked at how many of the famous people we remember as having been degenerate monsters were kings, kings. beautiful and true, out here shining, out here shining. just like you. Just like you. Shining, shining. King. Shining. 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 King, shining, shining. Hello and welcome once again to the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan. I'm James Donald Forbes McCann, and this is a podcast about me trying to earn enough money to buy a boat, looking for $500,000. Last year I had a book of poems come out, and let me tell you, the new book of poems is cooking up something nice. I think we probably have enough poems ready to go. i got to say, of all the ways we tried to make money last year, the book of poems was not the most lucrative. But it was also not the most time-consuming. Not that hard to write a bad poem. So good to be... Oh, I'm in Sydney. I'm in Sydney at a pub... 
I'm uh, living at a pub for a few days. I went on one of those websites that give you cheap next day deals because I was going to drive over with my family. We were going to go stop into Wagga Wagga and come over here, but life is a bit too hectic and I had a chat with the wife and I said, well, all right, well, what if I just go? And she said, okay. So it's just me here for three days staying in a little, I don't know, it's uh, well, it's a pub, isn't it? <laughs> on, the, on the internet, uh, it said that it had a shower. I did interpret that to mean its own shower i didn't um i didn't think you'd include that if it was a communal shower but uh, there we go yes oh and there are a lot of smells and sounds staying in a pub i booked into the pub because i thought that would be cool you know i thought that would be oh that's what life would have been like in a medieval town you're on a pilgrimage you're traveling through you go to the public house you have a beautiful dinner you go upstairs or the, the bed and that is basically what has happened. And that's how I'm living it. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what I expected. It's a pub shower. It's a pub toilet. And uh, there are pub bugs in the bed. <laughs> and it's, yeah, we might stay in a hotel for the last night. We might splurge. <laughs> I don't, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. It's right, uh, very central Sydney. Man, I just love, listen, no disrespect on Perth. But um, money has ruined that CBD and it's just big skyscrapers and you didn't keep many of your old facades and it makes my heart sad. But being in Sydney, good Sydney, good walkable Sydney, rich people Sydney, inner east Sydney. Oh, it's like a beautiful world city. I love it so much. Rich Sydney. Never been to poor Sydney. Don't plan on going to poor Sydney. Would love to have fans out there but even when I lived in Sydney I um I didn't have a car I didn't drive and there was never a day after work where I thought you know what let's just go as far west as we can I'd love to I love the music that comes out of there I love the drill music sorry I'm rambling I've been rambling a lot lately I'm losing my mind I'm doing these shows at the uh well I did the first show last night at the comedy store and I've never had so many boos. Boos is maybe an overstatement. Ooh, oohs, ooing. And it's, you know, the oohs turn into rounds of applause very easily. They don't for everybody, but, um, you know, if you say something a little scandalous and people go, ooh, and you go, oh, you love it, you dirty bitch, then often they'll go, ah, yes, we do. It's, uh, it's a sad realisation. Is it a happy realisation? Is it? I don't know. It's a realisation. It's not the noise I want. <laughs> I've got to do something to the jokes so that they, they do not um, allow people to moo and boo at me. They, again, they're having a good time, but the mooing and the booing is... Uh, <laughs> it's not what I set out to achieve. It's going very uh, otherwise well, other than the lodgings in the show. And the financial situation. Everything's going very well. Uh, my laptop is good. That's nice. I'm able to travel with the laptop. And I bought a keyboard years ago. And I put it in for repairs because it didn't work. Like a little Korg traveling input keyboard. And it was being repaired for over a year. And I was very slack. And I would just think for the catamaran plan it would be so good when I had a keyboard. That I could just do my own little background music. 
and uh, it never got repaired. So I finally wrote and I said, hey, hey, just, I'm following up on everything now, you know? Hey. Following up on why wasn't there any money for the podcast? Oh, this is why? Hey, great, we can move ahead. Woo. So I followed up on the keyboard and they're like, oh, yeah, hold on. And then very quickly, bang, keyboard. Presto. Oh, you got to send the email. You got to make the call. You got to text the person. This is, I'm becoming more disciplined in that way. And my look is starting to actually detach from how disciplined I am becoming on the inside. I went to a pancake house last night and I saw a photo of myself with my big Rasputin beard and my dumb cut-it-yourself hair. I'm going to go to a barbershop today, I think, and get something neat and tidy. I look for the future. Chops and a mow and a mullet, something like that. <laughs> oh, a little ding there. And the ding says... Oh, gee... Ah, oh, someone's starting some drama. Um, <laughs> apologies for my unprofessionalism. Now, there are some things that I have to say in this spirit of sending emails and following up on things and getting the things that need to get done, done. I want to tell you about three catamaran plan related activities. Number one, uh, that show with Alessio Carducci. I don't think I said when it was. It's on May the 3rd, downstairs at the Rhino Room in Adelaide. Alessio Carducci is coming to town. I'll be doing, uh, you know, half an hour, 40 minutes of new comedy. And he'll be doing half an hour, 40 minutes of his best comedy. And we're going to record it. And I think we'll both put them online. As his manager, that's what I dictate. Alessio Carducci, please get behind a catamaran talent, this new roster that we're building. Also some very exciting news on the roster to come. So that's the first thing. Alessio Carducci, May 3rd. Tickets on sale now. I'll put a link in the podcast episode. Number two, I am coming back to Sydney. So for everybody listening to this in Sydney, going, but James, you didn't tell us that you were coming to Sydney. Aha! That's because I'm doing some promo spots at the moment for my Sydney Comedy Festival show. And I didn't want to burn you coming to these shows instead of the Sydney Comedy Festival one. So Sydney Comedy Festival, May 10 and May 12 at the Factory Theatre. And I have a day off in between. So I almost certainly won't do anything with that time. I'll just sit and look at a wall. I won't be looking at a wall in a pub. I'll be trying to find someone to stay with for free when I come back. So, uh, yes, the Sydney Comedy Festival, link down below as well, May 10, May 12. The show is called Mechanifesto. And um, depending on how much time I have between now and then, it'll either be a very high-concept show or it'll be a normal stand-up show with about five minutes of me describing what the high-concept version of it was going to be. Ooh, doesn't that sound like a treat? And the last thing, this is the final week where if you join the Patreon, you get a commemorative plate. Plate Palooza has been very successful. We've got uh, more money coming in, and isn't that just an absolute treat? Plate Palooza, you get a commemorative plate if you join the Patreon in the month of April. So you have this week to join the Patreon. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Okay, now that we're done with the administrative stuff, I have some exciting news. I received a letter this week from a man named Jake Ford, and it pertains to catamaran talent. I, uh, I've skim read the letter, but let's read it now in real time together. It says... Dear James Donald Forbes McCann, my name is Jake Ford and I wish to express both my excitement and interest in outlining for you why I believe I would serve as a valuable asset to your catamaran talent portfolio. What a beautiful start. I wish to start off by addressing the obvious. You may remember me from two good chat lineups you emceed in 2021, one where I did quite well and the other I did not. Um, Jake Ford, off the top of my head, I don't remember, but I don't remember anything. Okay. In those times, I was young and foolish, interested in nothing more than looking aesthetically pleasing and promising cinematic universes that were actually quite shit. It goes on. I have come to understand through maturing over these past two years that I was what you would call a fuckhead. I do call people fuckheads all the time. And that is true. That's what I would say. This man's a listener. And it's only now that I feel I have garnered the experience and honed the skills, both personal and professional, appropriate for a well-rounded yet low-tier comedian that am writing to you now. This is beautiful stuff. I've, I've had many of these realizations. I had one this morning. <laughs> Everything in my past is rotten. And now I am reborn as the fresh, strong man. Anyway, I'll continue with the email. Starting comedy at 18 in 2015. I also, I think I started at 17. Not to, I took an open mic at the sit-down in Paddington, Queensland. The stage is too high. He doesn't say that. I do. I found that I enjoyed it and wished to pursue it through the close of high school and into the future whilst studying. I initially studied film and television, looking forward to partnering it with psychology before moving into the academic critical spaces. It was in late 2016 I chose instead to transition to the biology and biomedical science spaces in order to boost my job prospects. Smart man. Studying took a lot of commitment from me and demanded a lion's share of my time. You don't have to tell me, Jake Ford. I limped my way through five years of doing comedy and university stuff. Really speaking to my experience here. Adding to this, I moved out of home young, supporting myself, working two to three jobs at a time in order to support myself. I like what I'm hearing. Bootstraps type stuff here from Jake Ford. Protestant work ethic. I made these sacrifices willingly, yet... In order to do so, I had very little time for comedy and the associated post-show hangs. Wow. Yes. Yes. I came back into the Brisbane scene in 2019 doing shows at the Milk Factory. I'll just say, it's really hard to know how much of the post-show hang to do. I did too much post-show hanging early on, and it really spoiled me because I was always being a kid fixing to start some shit. And now I don't hang to avoid that. But 
you do have to do some hanging to um to get to know people. So I just yes, that resonated with me as well. Gosh, Jake Ford actually hitting a lot of the key points you want to know about a client here. So um ba -ba -ba -ba. Oh, I took shows at the Milk Factory outside Goma, run by Chris Martin. Splendid. From there, I took part in Good Chats 2020 Brat Pack Comedy Comp, where I met Jake Smith and his team. And may I just say, Jake Smith is an excellent man, and I love him very much, and I love his team. From there, I branched out to consistently do shows in Brisbane, driving down to Bellina with Nick Carr in 2021. That would have been a fun time as well. Shows included Greaser, Sit Down, Jolly Roger Bar, Don't Choke Comedy, and a range of others run by Chloe Madron, Zach Hadfield, Thomas Bleach, etc. Good to know that a lot of different people book you. In 2021, it's always a problem when people are only getting booked at one place, I find. You know? It means they have a friend there rather than they're a good talent. The letter goes on. In it's a long letter. It's a long letter. It's a long letter. What Now, I'll say what doesn't accompany this letter is a recording of Jake Ford's stand-up comedy, and that's important. Jake, I'm going to need you. I'm just going to say I'm going to interrupt the letter and say I will need you to send me uh, for some footage of you doing stand-up comedy. If you could record some, go to one of those clubs that you've just mentioned and do some footage with the stand-up, that would be great. Just a five-minute set. That should be fine. Now I shall continue. Okay. So in 2021, he says, I was able to submit and successfully take part in the Good Chat Festival with Defective Progeny. This show was a full solo hour about my life as an elder sibling of a middle-class Australian slash South African family. Hold on. You didn't tell me you had a South African accent, Jake Ford. Have you got a South African accent? Ooh, you know, I love a South African accent. I was just with a man named Chris from South Africa in Perth. Everything he said was, hello there. <laughs> uh, it's half the battle. It's half the battle. Um, now, nah, hold on. I got lost again. Moving on from this, I did another show, solo show called Hero's Journey with GC in December 2021 and um, an updated and much tighter Defective Progeny in the March of 2022. So he's got a show and maybe an accent. Oh, I hope you haven't lost the accent. The experiences these opportunities have provided me, as well as the dialogue and friendships with people such as Jamison Gilders. Smart to drop Jamison Gilders' name in there. Wonderful Jamison Gilders. I've worked with her too. She did the cover for Marlon Brando 9-11, my first book of poems. Uh, Jamison Gilders. Uh, irreplaceable and priceless. That's true. Friendship is beautiful. Whilst being a low-tier, but persevering comedian i've been given the chance to experience what it takes to write a cohesive hour do free open mics with disinterested audiences on the gold coast enjoy tight fives at places like good chat and develop thick skin through bombing or simple underperforming at various places i'm going to be honest with you jake ford you've taken a turn with that sentence that sentence was I have <laughs> I have learned from doing very badly over and over again I'd leave that out man I would I'd leave that out as your manager I'm if I if, if I become your manager I will be leaving that out taking all of these experiences and lessons I have moved to Melbourne in pursuit of more opportunities and to climb the ladder and present my art Jake, I've moved to Melbourne many times to try and climb the ladder and present my art, and I wish you good fate, good fortune. Try not to fuck anybody. And, uh, yeah, it's very clicky. It's a clicky scene. I am, more than ever, 
developing my communication and interpersonal skills to make me better at sending messages and requesting spots slash slots. I take writing times seriously and I'm looking to take the next step in developing a career in comedy that is, this word is in bold, professional. Keep a professional, baby. And meaningful to me, my family and management, which is what has brought me to you. Being a long-time listener of the JDFMCPCP, ah, maybe he has a commemorative plate on the way, when I heard of the new venture Catamaran Talent, I was very excited. I have done Dirty Secrets and other shows where Alessio Carducci has performed. And while I have not found the right time to fully introduce myself, I believe he is a good man and grand comedian. He is a great choice to be represented. My partner and I have now moved to the city and are looking to develop our careers. He is a physician and I a scientist. I thought it was a good time as any to reach out and throw my hat into the ring too. So, why would you represent me? What makes me a valuable and likely lucrative asset to the JDFM brand? These are great questions. All right, we've got some pros and cons he's written out. Pro, respectful and punctual to all events. That is a pro. You can't be a pro without having that pro. Two, articulate and well-read. Bit show-offy, but good to know. Three, dedication to my craft and competent in dividing time to each task in my life. Hey, that's better than me. Four, young and aesthetically marketable. That's what I like to hear. Hotties only on JDFM talent. I mean, catamaran talent. Four, five, five, five. I am gay, but that is not important to me. I do not have any material because it is not my identity. Hmm. I'm wondering the extent to which that is a pro. (laughs) I'm gay, but I refuse to market myself as a gay man. Well, if you're gay, I mean, financially, you'd have to do a lot of work. There's the, they call it the pink dollar. Is that pink dollar? Pink dollar might actually be women. Rainbow dollar? There's all these like gay festivals and stuff which would pay you through the nose uh, to perform for them. That's where the gay comedians get a lot of their money. And I'm not sure that the people who run those festivals would want to talk to me. But if you're looking to make it as a gay man not playing those festivals, maybe I can help. Next one, longevity. Because I am young and healthy, you could make great compounding financial gains on my material and identity over the course of the next several decades. How good! That's that's the sort of thing I like to hear before locking a man into a very, very unattractive contract. Fully malleable. Hello. I am open to taking any and all advice from those with more experience than me. Okay, you should definitely stop doing that. Never listen to anybody. Unless you listen to that advice. Mm, a little bit of an Ouroboric situation. Next one. Critical thinking. I am mature. <laughs> And now focused on establishing a strong foundation for a future with my family. I just love that I am both fully malleable and I exercise critical thinking. Whatever you need me to be, I can. Good at crowd work is the next one. And I believe in God. Look, these are all great things. Con. Here's the con. I struggle to find the courage to ask for spots. Well, I'm pretty good at doing that one. Uh, We continue. Now, post pro and con. Wow, that's a lot of pros and one con. Just looking at it on the page, I feel I'd be very silly not to take this man under my wing. Here's the end of the uh, email. While this seems like a long and vague list 
I would be more than happy to openly have a discussion with you over prospects for the future. I am fully available for meetings over FaceTime, Zoom, Teams, etc. I also have tech experience running tech for Bluria IRL, a full-season Mukuf show from Sydney comedian Amelia Navaskews at Bard's Apothecary. Man, that's a great name. Navaskews. He writes, I think that being represented by catamaran talent would stand us both in good stead. I'm young and my career malleable under your tutelage and guidance. I'm also very open to having constructive discussions about percentages. I care about the exposure and the opportunities over financial gains nine out of ten times. That's pretty good because Alessio Carducci on the last episode talked my rate up to 20%. I only wanted 15 I believe that I could show valuable and consistent gains under your guidance and excel. If you have questions or want to talk, please contact me at phone number. I look forward to hearing back from you to further discuss opportunities with the James Donald Force McCann Catamaran Plan. Sincerely, Jacob Radford. Stage name, Jake Ford. Wow, look, Jake. Yes, we're going to have you on the podcast. We'll have you on the podcast. We'll organize an interview with you, Jake. We'll talk this out. I am going to need you to send me a clip of your stand-up. If you could send me a five-minute spot, I would really appreciate that. And uh, let's let's do it. Let's have the chat. What a beautiful email to receive. I had been thinking I would just have one client happy to well, have this. I don't even know if I'm a good manager. You know, I haven't yet actually booked any of Alessio's flights or accommodation. I've just booked him to be here for shows. Mmm. <laughs> I better get on that. Uh, Look, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Jumping in the deep end with two clients at once. I guess that's double the money. Jake, yes, Jake Ford, let's talk about it. Send me a clip if you stand up and we'll do an interview this week. Okay. I wanted to end on this. I See, I don't, I hope to be a good manager or at least bring somebody in who I can trust who will do some excellent managerial work for at least Alessio Carducci and perhaps, who knows, Jake Ford and maybe even other people. But I just, um, I struggle to... Like, I was meant to book in all of Alessio's stuff, and I guess I'll do that today. But what I've done this week instead, with the laptop and the keyboard, is um, set some of the speeches of Ronald Reagan to music. So that's how I'm going to close out this episode. Mm. My fellow Americans, this is the 34th time I'll speak to you from the Oval Office, and the last. We've been together eight years now, and soon it'll be time for me to go. But before I do, I wanted to share some thoughts, some of which I've been saving for a long time. It's been the honor of my life to be your president. So many of you have written the past few weeks to say thanks, but I could say as much to you. Nancy and I are grateful for the opportunity you gave us to serve. One of the things about the presidency is that you're always somewhat apart. You spend a lot of time going by too fast in a car someone else is driving and seeing the people through tinted glass, the parents holding up a child and wave you saw too late and couldn't return. And so many times I wanted to stop and reach out from behind the glass and connect. Maybe I can do a little of that tonight. People ask how I feel about leaving and the fact is parting is such sweet sorrow. The sweet part is California and the ranch and freedom. The sorrow, the goodbyes of course, and leaving this beautiful place. You know, down the hall and up the stairs from this office is the part of the White House where the President and his family live. There are a few favorite windows I have up there that I 
like to stand and look out of early in the morning. The view is over the grounds here to the Washington Monument, and then the Mall, and the Jefferson Memorial. But on mornings when the humidity is low, you can see past the Jefferson to the river, the Potomac, and the Virginia shore. Someone said that's the view Lincoln had when he saw the smoke rising from the Battle of Bull Run. But I see more prosaic things. The grass on the banks, the morning traffic as people make their way to work, now and then a sailboat on the river. I've been thinking a bit at that window. I've been reflecting on what the past eight years have meant and mean. And the image that comes to mind like a refrain is a nautical one. A small story about a big ship and a refugee and a sailor. It was back in the early 80s at the height of the boat people and the sailor was hard at work on the carrier Midway which was patrolling the South China Sea. The sailor, like most American servicemen, was young, smart and fiercely observant. The crew spied on the horizon a leaky little boat and crammed inside were refugees from Indochina hoping to get to America. The Midway sent a small launch to bring them to the ship in safety. As the refugees made their way through the choppy seas, one spied the sailor on deck and stood up and called out to him. He yelled, hello, American sailor. Hello, freedom man. A small moment with a big meaning, a moment the sailor who wrote it in a letter couldn't get out of his mind. And when I saw it, neither could I. Because that's what it has to, it was to be an American in the 1980s. We stood again for freedom. I know we always have, but in the past few years, the world, again, and in a way we ourselves, rediscovered it. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.